One of the more confusing things I think that's going on in the insurance industry, in the life insurance industry, that is, is term conversions. I, I believe it was um, not that long ago when most policies were convertible up to age 65 or 70 or for the duration of your term, whatever was lowest. But now all the different carriers have come out uh, with different guidelines. So tell us what you've seen in the industry when it comes to term conversions. Well, we're seeing a couple of things, and that's why we're urging people to take a look at their term policies just to understand their rights. Uh, number one is, is not necessarily how long you have to convert. Some of that stuff has stayed the same, uh, but it's what you can convert to. And so the insurance companies used to allow you to convert to any product they had in their portfolio. Uh, now some companies are, are actually saying we're going to limit you to a certain type of policy, which is not very attractive. So clients always say you, you've got the right to convert in name only. You really wouldn't do it uh, because of cost unless you were terminally ill. Uh, we've seen some companies that have gone, their conversion premiums have gone up 100%, uh, which is, to me, a little disingenuous in the industry. Uh, basically, what they're doing is they're saying, you know, basically, we don't want you to convert. Um, so we're asking people to take a look, because if, if they've had a health issue uh, or simply just don't want to go through underwriting, uh, that conversion privilege, understanding when it ends and then what I can convert to uh, is really important. Yeah, and, and term conversions, like I was mentioning before, used to be a simpler process. Now it's not. And and the other thing that I think is is worth mentioning is most clients aren't really thinking about that, right? They they have a life insurance policy. Let's say they have a million dollar twenty year term insurance policy. They're not thinking about well, when's my conversion period run out, right? That a lot of times that's up to the industry, whether it's the carrier or the advisor or someone in the middle that can help and encourage them, like you're saying, to reach out to them. How can clients um, do a better job of staying up to date with what is going on with their insurance policies? Or really, is it just hard for them to do? And that's where the advisor and the industry needs to come in. Well, so, yeah, there's a couple things there, too. So, and I just, I just experienced uh, both sides of the fence. Uh, one where I had a client that wanted to convert, and he was in very bad health, uh, but his conversion period had ended about five years ago. Uh, and he said, why didn't the agent tell me? And, and I think we do have a fiduciary responsibility to, to let people know about their rights and the policies. And I've tried to get the agents I've worked with to actually put a note on their system down the road periodically to talk to the client about conversion. Uh, but what happened was, number one, the companies are not letting the agents know about conversion options for their customers. Uh, they used to send out letters. They wanted clients to convert because they wanted them to be permanent clients. Uh, but now they're not. They're just letting them expire. So it's really back on the client and the agent to, to review those policies. So it's real important for people to pull their policies out and, and just at least understand uh, what their rights are, and, and, and is it a right that's really something that could be good, uh, or is it better for them just to reapply for another policy? Um, so that's kind of what we're seeing, and, and I think it's like I said, really important for us as agents to, to bring that up as an issue to customers. And some of the tactics I guess you could probably use, you know, whether it's a, a digital calendars, let's just say. I think most people are running with a digital calendar nowadays, whether it's Google or, or some other online platform or in their database. Um, this goes for clients as well. So I think this can take place at the deliver, delivery of the policy. So when you're delivering the term policy, you can actually say, well, what is the term conversion period for this? And then what expectations should I have? What are the products it's convertible to? And you make note of that and you could... 
And again, a calendar is a very simplistic way of doing this. I mean, there's database management systems that most advisors have, like we have, but you can put it into something very simple like that that's gonna remind you at that year, and things might change, but a lot of times when you get a new calendar, you would convert all of your data into that new calendar, and it's becoming easier and easier to do that nowadays. Um, or like you just said, put a simple note on that policy to say in the year 2035, this policy is uh, is set to uh, end its term conversion period, so it would be wise to do something before that. Do you think that would be a good way to, to handle term conversion? What, what are the different types of things that you've done? Is it putting the note on the front of the policy and then putting a calendar reminder in there? Well, and I just had that very scenario with a customer uh, about five years ago. We had sold a, a term policy to him, uh, and he got a favorable rate, standard plus rates. Um, last year, he came to me, wanted actually wanted to get another permanent policy, uh, but because of the rating that he got, he just said, no, I'm not going to do that. Uh, I brought up the issue of conversion then and saying, hey, you could convert your other policy, and he again said, no, I'm not going to do that. Uh, but his conversion ended this past May 15th. So I called him about a week before, and I said, you know, I know you told me no last year, but I just wanted to remind you. I felt like I was obligated to remind you that this is going to end. Well, all of a sudden, he came back and said, let me know what I can get for this amount of money, and he did a conversion. Um, so, you know, it's, it, the other thing for agents, you know, it's good business. It's, it's you know, it's another way to, to create revenue by talking to their customers about permanent life. The other thing that I talk to clients about is, you know, do you want a term policy that for a lot of coverage that probably has less than a 2% chance of ever paying a death claim simply because you outlive it? Or would you rather have use the same dollars to have permanent life where it's guaranteed to pay? So like the customer I just had, his conversion privilege ended at 65. He's got 10 years left on his term, but the problem is he's going to live 10 years. So that puts him in no man's land. He won't be able to qualify for any other coverage in 10 years, and yet he gave up his conversion privilege. Uh, so that's why he went ahead and converted, because the risk of not being able to have any life insurance down the road was too great. Um, so okay. it's just something to think about and, and look at and just understand. A lot of people don't even understand what conversion's all about. And so that's a great door opener when you're talking to a customer to say, let's see what you have, what your rights are in the policies, uh, and let you know what you've got now. And understanding that, like you just said earlier on, the insurance carriers are not notifying clients of the potential to do a term conversion, which tells you right then and there that it's a way to, I don't want to use the words get over on an insurance company, but many times you'll hear insurance executives say, if you want to have what's best for you, consider converting your term policy because they know, like you just said, two per, less than 2% of term policies are ever going to pay out. The way to ha- make sure that the company or get a better chance that that policy is going to pay a benefit is to convert that policy to something permanent. And the fact that insurance companies aren't telling you to do so is probably a good reason as to why you might want to consider doing it. If you were to think about it more from like a deeper perspective. Yep, it's a good deal for the client, and that's what I tell the clients. I said, look, you can put them on the hook, and there's nothing you can they can do about it. And you don't have to convert all of it. You could convert part of it. And, again, that's back to my comment about is it better to have a smaller amount of insurance that's guaranteed to pay or a larger amount of insurance that probably won't.
This podcast exists in large part because of CASCM, the content marketing business inside CASSource, Inc. CASCM is excited to bring the content marketing services used at CASSource to you. Learn more by visiting CASCM.com. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. It's a big deal to us. We hope you found value in it. And if you did, we would be incredibly grateful if you gave us a review on iTunes. Remember to subscribe to this podcast and feel free to share it with anyone you know. More than anything, thank you again for listening. We appreciate it.